Let's Hashem continue on your testament base to pick up from the bottom of your testament, all of four lines from the bottom. Kovru es hameis vechozru. Discussing the Mishnah that tells us a person was at a Levaya. In regards to, is he permitted to recite Shema? Or is he Isaac b'mitzvah? Is he involved with the mitzvah? And therefore he's potter from the mitzvah? So now the mission says, they buried the mason came back. If he's able to start and finish as kula the whole entire Shema, then he's permitted and he should recite it. But if it's only he has enough time to recite Perik Echad, one chapter of Shema. Or one pasuk of Shema Yisrael Shem Kedushem Echad. Loi, he should not start. That's the understanding from the Mishnah. Or Amenu, we have a question from the Brayso. The Brayso says, "Kavru es hameis v'chazru." They buried the mace and they came back. Im yichelon lahaschei avuligmar. If he is able to begin and to finish, to begin and finish what? Afilu perik echad, even a perik echad. One chapter of Shema. Oi, pasuk or even one pasuk. So, so he sh- he should he should be able to do that. So Gemara says, Hachinami That's what he's saying. So the Gemara is clarifying. It's not a kasha from the Brisa to the Mishnah, but rather what we're saying is that if he's able to begin. And to finish, before he gets to the Shura, even one Perik of Shema, or one Pasuk of Shema Yisrael Hashem Echad, then he should do so. But if he's not able to do that, once they, in other words, finish burying the mace, then they get the line up, they got lined up by the Shura, like we learned in the Mishnah, then if he's not able to say Shema before he gets to the Shura, then he should not. Now let's understand what's going on here. Imagine the Ovil is walking by, and at the moment the Ovel's walking by, the Ovel sees the person standing on the row in the Shura, and he has his hands over his eyes. It's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. What's that? Are, you, are, you, are you here for the, for the Avelis, the mourner, the, the person who passed away? Are you here for me? Or are you here to say Shema now? So the Allah we're saying is that you should... If you cannot say the Pasuk Echad, the Perik Echad, or the whole entire thing, before you get to the Shura, then you should not start. If you can, then you can. We continue on your Testament base. Where, where the Gemara says, from the Mishnah, Ha'imdim Bashura. Those who are saying by the Shura, Tan Rabbanon, Shura, Haroya Pnima, is Petura. So the inner row is potter from Shema. Inner row meaning they're closer to the Ovil. And, and the, the mace was just buried. So now it's closer to the Ovil. Those inner rows that are not so close is Chayevis, is obligated to say Shema. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer Haboyim Machmas Ovil is Peturin Machmas Atzman is Chayevin. Those who came to the Leviah because of the mourner, because of the Ovil, then they are potter from Shema. Apparently, there would be some people who would want to go to Leviah for, because nothing better to do. So that's what they said, Machmas Atzman. They came because of their own accord. They, so those people came to the Leviah because they were just, for whatever reason. So they are Chayiv to recite Shema. Okay. Now we come to a new topic over here. And 
we all know the halacha is that if you wear kalayim, shatnis, person says, you know, you're wearing kalayim, you have to take off the kalayim. You have to take off the, the, the shatnis, you can't wear it. Now what about kavod habriyos? What about the fact that a person is his own dignity? What happens if you're in the middle of the street and someone says, you know, um, I happen to be a shatnis checker and your shirt has your kalayim on it, in it. Or unfortunately it tells you your pants, your wool pants you're wearing, uh, are laden with linen as well. Okay, so uh, now you got a bit of an issue here. Uh, do you have to take off your pants? So let's see the Gemara. One who finds Kalayim, Shatnis in his clothing, Poishtin, he has to take them off. Even if he's in the street. My time up. What's the reason for that? So we bring a pasuk in Mishlei: Ein Chachmav, Ein Tvuno, Ein Eitzel, Neger Hashem. There's no wisdom, and there's no understanding, and there's no advice. Neger Hashem, meaning we can't think to know better than Hashem's ways. And if we're we are wearing kelayim, we are told we have to take it off right away. Okay. So, and therefore the Gemara says: Kol Makom Sheish Chil Hashem, Ein Chokin Kavat Rav. Any time that there's a Chil Hashem. And by the way, you see over here, normally a person thinks a Chil Hashem is, oh, how did that Yid behave? Look how he behaved in public. That's not, that's not 100% correct. Chil Hashem is a person's Michal Hashem Shemaim. He's, Hashem says to do a mitzvah, and he's not doing the mitzvah. That's called a Chil Hashem. I'm sorry, even, even privately also, that's correct. Here, here, uh, he happens to be in public, in the street. But the point is, is that because he's not fulfilling the, the mitzvah shot is, he has to take off his, the, the clothing. <coughs> we have a question. They finished burying the mace and they came back. And in front of the person who was just finished burying his mace, his relative, there are two pathways to take. One pathway is tahar. There are no dead bodies on that pathway. And the other is Tomei, that the understanding is that there were dead bodies buried on that pathway. So the person who finished burying his mace, he should go through the path, which is of course Tahar. Now the understanding is we're dealing with a person who's at this Levaya, who is what? He's a Kayin. So for someone who's a Kayin, he cannot go down a pathway that there's a mace. So you have two paths over here. One is a tar path. One is a tomitika path. So we're saying, go down the tar path, the pure path. Achas tahira v'achas temeya, ba betahira, ba'in imay, go with him. Betahira, you go with him, ba betemeya, ba'in imay, betemeya. Now, the chiddush is, we're saying that if he's going down the path which is Tameh, he should go with him as well. Now, how could that be? A Koyin's going to go down a path when when he's walking with the mourner just to give him the cover of Brias? How could that be? And the Gemara says, the reason that brings a price, Mishum Mishum Kvoidoi. I am my Lema Ein Chochamav Ein Tvunalaneged Hashem. That's the Gemara's kasha. How could you say the Koyen should go down the Tomitika path? He's not a mourner. No, he's not. He, the, corner, the Koyen is not the mourner. 
you finished you finished going to a levaya. You you were standing outside. The kain didn't go uh, into the actual levaya itself. He's walking back with the mourner. The mourner was the one who buried. The mourner is the one who buried his relative. And there are two pathways. One is an arrow that says tahar. One arrow says tame. The person is so so uh, distraught about his relative. He goes down the path that says tame. There are mason buried there. So we're saying you go with him wherever he goes, even though you're a kain. That's a hacker this be. I ain't chachma. This halacha, a kain cannot become tamei. That's a shaila. Take him or Rabbi Abba of the base of pras, which is the rabbanon. So Rabbi Abba wants to say that we have a situation. You know why you could go with the mourner down the path, which is tamei, because. The mourner is going down the base apras path. What is a base apras? A base apras is a is a field that was plowed up, and if there was possibly any dead bodies buried there, the bones were already crushed up. Okay, and since it's a dindirabonan that Chazal said that koyhanim should not go in a base apras, an area which is base apras, because of the concern that maybe there is tumor, maybe there's a bone that's not crushed up. Which is larger, the, the shear to make the kain tummy. But since we're dealing with now a case that's only dirabanon, so now when you have gavod kavod abrios, the respect for human dignity. So we're saying in the case of dirabanon, what kavrios? Um, it's actually a discussion, okay. But over here, since since the case we're dealing with is a dirabanon. Okay, it's a, it's a, it's a darabana, as you may be saying, Savik darabana could be even like that also, right? So that, right? So therefore, you go down the path with the mourner. Okay. Because Rabbi Yehuda says in the name of Shmuel, a person who goes to a kayin, that goes to a base of what should he do? He should get down on the ground, and he should blow the spot in front of him, because we're talking about a little bone that we want to make sure that he does not come walk over the size of a little a little a little uh, barley bean, which is a tiny little amount, which he can blow it away. So you're blowing while you're walking through this base of pras. Okay. A base of pras that was nodosh, that you was trampled over, we're also saying is tahar, that is not a problem because the understanding is anything that might have been there was was crushed up already. So there's no concern. Toshma. Rabbi Elazar bat Sodik says, who by the way, not only the three Kohanim in the room right now, he also was a Kain. Rabbi Elazar bat Sodik was a Kain also. And he said as follows. He wants to discuss over here, do we push aside the mitzvah the mitzvah for covered abrius. So Mario says like this: Shemedal, he tells us, Medalgin Hayinu Agabi Aroinois Shamesim. He says we used to jump over the coffins of those who are not alive. For what purpose? Likras Malchi Yisrael to go greet the Jewish kings. Likras Malchi Yisrael. V'loy Likras Malchi Yisrael Belvad Amru. Not only for greeting the Jewish kings. But even to go here that the, the king in England is being anointed, 
And we want to see the procession. And if the only way to get there is through, through the cemetery, we jump over the, the, the graves and we go there to see the procession. Why is that? Shim Yizku, Yizke, if we will merit to get to and then over there they're going to show the great reward of the Melech HaMashiach. Okay, the, we're going to show Melech HaMashiach, the honor, the covet for Mashiach. We're going to be able to differentiate, look at the covet that is awarded to Melech HaMashiach, the, the king of the Jews, as opposed to the smaller amount of covet that was great to some degree, but doesn't compare one iota to showing the covet for Malchi Yisrael. So that was the case. What's the obvious question here? How could they be going over the Kohanim? He was a Kohen, we say. How could they be jumping over the coffin, the grave site? Okay. Ah, so am I. How can they do this? You're going to be saying this in your sleep, this, this Pasuk. There, there is no Chachma, there's no Tfuna, there's no Eitzel in regards to Hashem. Just like we said by Kalayim, that we don't push aside the Mitzvah Kalayim because of Kavar Abriyos, which is an Issa Daraisa. So here too also. Why, how could they be jumping over the, the graves? The Rava, Domai Rava, answers the Gemara, like Rava says, the Vartoiro, Oyel, Kolshiesh, by Cholol Tefach. In the Oyel, any time, an Oyel is a tent, is a, any time there's a space of a Tefach between the mace and the top of the coffin, the grave, right, the grave site, it's Chaitzeitz Befneat Tuma. The tuma, the impurity, does not shoot out because there's a space of a chol, uh, of a tefach in that in that uh, coffin area where he is buried. The shame by tefach. However, if there does not exist a space between the mace and the top of the orin and the coffin, then tuma, and then the tuma goes up to rakia ad rakia. The roiv and most of the Aroinois, most of the coffins do have a space of a Cholol Tafach. So therefore, it would not be a problem for Kayanan to be jumping over. Obviously, if they have another way to get there, they would get there. But the point is, they didn't have another way to get there. So then, if to jump over it is not a problem of Kayanan going over the grave. The Gozru, however, they were made a decree. Al in the situation where you should not go over the graves. In other words, what we're saying is like this. Can a Kayan go over a grave? According to this, he's saying you could. Technically you could. You could. Should the Kayan go over the grave? No. Why? Because the Chachamim came along and made a Gezer and said that, you know what? There, there could be cases where there is no Chalal Tefach. Okay, we don't have an airspace of a Tefach from the mace to the top of the coffin. And then, 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 if that happens, then the, the coin's in trouble now, because the tumor is going, the purity is going, shooting up into the sky. So he says, So in that case, because of covered malachim, the covered to the show, to, to the kings, so that we'll see in the altar, in the future, how they give covered to Melech Mashiach, therefore in this case, they did not Make a gzera. Okay? So, we're still back to our original point. Then when it comes to the doraisa, we don't say cover the bias. 
When it comes to a Doraisa, that Kalayim, Shatnis is Doraisa, that the Torah says you can't wear it. We don't say, what about Kavar Priyus? These other examples all come out to be what? The Rabbanan. All these other examples turn out to be the Rabbanan. So great, so powerful, so important that it pushes aside a loisas in the Torah. Which loisas in the Torah does it push aside? Why does it push aside loisas? Until now, the whole time we're saying that nothing doing. The Torah comes first, and we don't put, his, put the cover of Rias in front of the Torah. Tegama, Rav Bar Shabo Kamei, the Rav Kahana, we're talking about a case, the Brahisa says, beloved of Lava of Loisosser. Loisosser, Menadova, Shegidacha Yom in the small. There's a post in the Torah that says, in Dvarim Yudzayin and Aleph, don't deviate from that which the Chacham tell you, from the right to the left, which is the the permissibility that Chazal were given from based on this Pasuk to enact decrees. So we want to say specifically this Pasuk of, of this laugh of Loisosur, Kovar Abrius is greater than this laugh. But other laughing, no. So the one, one second, so therefore what do we see? We see that a person who finds Kalayim's garments he still has to take it off in the street, right? Only this case will say Kavarabiyas is greater than this lav. But other lav, no. So Achichu Alei, they laughed at this pshat. So he says that because just like they thought over here, why did they laugh at, oh, just like the Yurgim Omidash, I turned the rest of hand, could also be pushed aside for God or Kavarabiyas. So the lav of lav de loisosu de raisi. Ah, oh, the Gemara says, Alav de Loisos is the Raisa, just like other Lavin in the Torah. And why is it Doiche? Why is Kavar Abriyas Doiche? This Lav, Amrav Kahana, Gavar Rabba Amram Ilsa, Loisachichole is a great person who said this, therefore don't laugh at what he said. In fact, he's correct. It's not the way that the Chama understood it. Allah, but rather, Kol Mili Durabonon, all the words of the Rechachamim, Asmechinu, so it has it has a a rabbinic component to it, and therefore mishum kavodai shor rabbanon, and therefore because of God kavod abriyos, we're saying that the chachamim, who are the ones who decree the laws of rabbinic nature, they are the ones who said because of this uh, the human dignity, we will push aside our enactment, and the person has the self-dignity, will not have to violate their rule. Okay, their rule. But that's by the Rabbanan. But going back to a full-fledged Doraisa, that we can't, we don't find that Kavar Abriyos, human dignity, is greater, will override the Kavar Abriyos. Yes, yeah, so, right, it's like a safety protection. It's so basically like this. The Chachamu, when they enacted their decrees, Built inside, originally, it's called a Haim Amru Haim Amru concept. They said this, that something's not permissible. The Haim Amru, they said it is permissible. So they also made the rule that if a person is going to be faced with a violating a Dirabanan or his human dignity, 
that you said your human dignity comes first. Because they're the ones who created this rule. So, therefore, they're going to say human dignity, golden covered rias comes first. But, well, well it's, it, it, there's a smach the raisa. There's smach the raisa. That's why it's called a lav, that the, that cover the is transgressing, is overriding the lav. I don't say transgressing, it's overriding the lav. But a general lav, a general loisa, I say, that is a, we'll call it a full-fledged raisa across the board, and cover the brios is not day for that. Zagdemar Vaita. Let's see, let's, let's finish this piece here and we'll take a question. Toshma. We learn in the Brisa. It says by an Aveda, a person loses an item and somebody passes by. There's a mitzvah called Ashavaz Aveda. You have to return the lost item. Okay? Now, there are times we're going to learn that that mitzvah, Ashavaz Aveda, does not apply. Pasuk says, Vihisalam to mayhem. Pasuk says that there are times, first the Pasuk says, you cannot close your eyes. Oh, look at that. Somebody lost his backpack. Somebody lost his phone. Ah, I'll just continue walking. No. You have a responsibility. Imagine you live in the parking lot after, after Shia today, after learning. And then on the way out, you see that there's someone's phone on the, in the parking lot. Well, you could safely assume it's a Yid's phone that fell down over here somewhere. Maybe on the way into a car, out of a car. So a responsible person to do the mitzvah should pick it up, bring it to the office and say, I found this phone. Right? But, uh, what did you say? After the shear of such Oh, after the shear of such Okay, you know what the Kamar is going to say. Very good. Very good. I saw something coming from you. Very good. Excellent. Good, good. So, then we are talking, we're going to see times that you don't have to return. There are times that you cannot, that you, that you can turn the other way and say you don't see it and don't have to return. There are times you cannot turn the other way. And if you don't return it, you transgress a lav. Okay, it's sad. What's the case we're talking about, talking about here? Im If you were a koyen, vehi, and the aveda is basic forest, and the lost item is in the cemetery. Okay. Or you're an older person, and, and the item itself, it's not within your dignity. To start bending down and picking up what you think is dirty laundry on the street. Okay? It's not, it's, it's beneath your dignity. So you'll say, well, I mean, it's beneath my dignity. It's a mitzvah. Ah, so the Torah itself, HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself said that when I create this rule of returning lost items, I'm creating with some rules to it. And if it's beneath your dignity, you have to know what, how to define is it beneath your dignity. But if it is, you don't have an obligation to return it. Oi, Shehoisa, which means that if you have to spend money to return this item, and the item that when you give it back to the, the owner is worth less than the amount of money he has, to have pay, he has to pay you back for the amount of work that you lost, then you don't have to return the item. Okay? So, So, it's coming to teach us, that's why the Pasuk says, Vesalamta. That there are times, Vesalamta means that you don't see it. It's as if you don't see it. Right? Misalim, like the word, Oilom, Oilom is hidden, hidden. You don't see it, it's hidden from you. Why don't we apply the same principle? You have a mitzvah. Do the mitzvah. What's the shail over here? And the Gemara, shiny, awesome, the case of the Bryce is different. 
where you're permitted least alim miaveda, you're permitted to turn your head away from the lo- this lost item. Dechsev v'isalantemihen. The Torah itself is teaching us that you're permitted. It's the rights, not the rabbanon over here. The Torah itself is saying you don't have to return it. You're coin in the basic virus. And you're passing, not you in the basic cars, the items in the basic cars. You're passing by the sidewalk and you see that there's a, a, someone's cell phone is in the cemetery. The only way for you to get it is to go into the cemetery. You don't go get it. If you're a zakin and it's you don't go get, you don't go return it. If, if it's a situation of, uh, the, the, the avade to be returned is going to cost more and, and, and uh, for your job, Melachtai is Meruba from Shalchaveroi, then once again, you also don't have to return it. That's all the rice. So, learn now from uh, this case of Isalamta by the Aveda that covered Abriyo is Doich Isurim. Learn now the case from Isalamta that covered Abriyo is Doich Isurim. So, Gemara says, no, you can't learn out from the Isalamta where you see that there are times that you don't have to return, so maybe God will cover up for and if you're wearing shotness in the middle of the street, so God will cover up for and you don't have to take down your pants. He says, no, why, why can't you? And says, Gemara, There's two different categories here. There's a category called Isra, and a category, category called money. Okay? These categories of lost items, that's called money. Mominous. Money. So if you see someone's cell phone, that's one category to return the momentous. But in regards to shatnis, shatnis is a category called isura. It's iser. It's forbidden. You can't wear shatnis. So these two categories do not connect and we cannot learn out the salamta that you are not going to return the item because the item itself is, is a shavasa veda category as opposed to isura category. Let's just learn the last piece over here. Toshma, we want to learn another case by a nozer. Pasuk says by a nozer, call you Okay, a person who's a nozer made himself all the days that he's a nozer, he cannot make himself al nefesh meis loyovay. He cannot make himself tummy for a mace. Now the pasuk says the another pasuk says la aviv leimoy la achiv ula achaysoi lo yitamo lohem b'moisam. Pasuk says for a father, his mother, his brother, and his sister, he should not become Tomei for them if they died. This is talking about the Nazar now. So, why is the Pasuk have to say La'achoisai? What's the Chiddush when saying La'achoisai in the Pasuk? Why does the Pasuk have to say La'achoisai should not become Tomei for his sister? So, Gemara, the Gemara brings a price to clarify. The Nazar is on the way to go Shech Karim Pesach. Or to go do a bris mila for his son. And he found out, he got a message that one of his relatives passed away. Now, if he goes to be involved with his relative and take care of the burial, he's a Nazir now, don't forget. Then he will lose out on the mitzvah of Karim Pesach or the mitzvah of doing the bris for his son. One might think he should return from his path, which is going to do the mitzvah of Karim Pesach, or the bris for his son, and go bury his relative, and become Tomei for his relative, uh, Amrit, Pasuk says, no, 
He should not become Tommy for his relative. Yachol, I might have thought, Kishem, Shein Metami Lehem, Kach Ein Metami Lemes Mitzvah, Tamoloima, Ulachoiso, Lachoiso, who the Ein Metame, of Metame who Lemes Mitzvah. So, I might have thought the same way he should not become Tommy for a relative if he's on the way to go do a mitzvah, this Nazar now, so too, if there's a mace mitzvah and there's no one else to bury the mace, so he should what? He should go and bury the mace. No. I might think that he should not bury the mace. So, the Gemara says, the Apostle says, he doesn't go bury his sister. But a mace mitzvah, he does become tummy for. The Nazar does become tummy for the mace mitzvah. And he pushes aside the mitzvah of Karim Pesach. He pushes aside the mitzvah of, of Brismila. Both of those examples, by the way, are very unique in that they carry with only two mitzvahs that carry with it, kares. Mitzvahs essay, positive mitzvahs that carry, carry with it kares. Let's just finish the Gemara here. Let's just finish the Gemara here. And the Gemara says... Well, one, two more lines, then we'll take questions and comments. So, Amai, Leima, Ein Chacham, Ein Tfuna, Ein Eitz, Neged Hashem. Why are, is this mitzvah, why don't we say, God will cover the Briois? And the, just like by, by, uh, Kalayim as well, where, we have the mitzvah of Kalayim, and he has to take off the clothing of Kalayim, even if he's in public. So here also, he's, maybe we'll say he's a Nazir, so, he should not go bury the Mitz Mitzvah. Shani Hosom, Dichsev, it says specifically, it says specifically, and that Joshua is coming to tell me that the cover of the Mitz Mitzvah is Mechaevim to become Tomei. That's why the Pasuk HaKosh Baruch specifically had written down in the Torah the word Lachoyisoy to come to tell me by the Mitz Mitzvah, when there's no one else to bury him, you become Tommy, you the Nazir, become Tommy and bury the mace. Last piece here, Gemara asks, Ligmar Minas, to learn from the case over there of Lachaisai to God of Kavar Abriyais. So Gemara says, no, you can't learn out. Why? Shave Valtas is shiny. What is Shave Valtas? Shave Valtas means that you're sinning and you're not doing, as opposed to going to do an action. Okay? Passive, you're being passive. Kavar Abriyais is Daicha from Fulfilling the mitzvah of Pesach or Milo. So we're saying over here that by Shev Altasa is shiny, we can't learn out a case of a passive mitzvah to a case of an active mitzvah. The two don't go hand in hand, and we will stop here, pick up from Chaf, Omer Aleph, and next time.